This is Schooling in His Name. My name is Jenny and I'm a homeschool mom of two. And today I just really wanted to talk about what our life has been like since this whole coronavirus um, has hit our household, not directly our household, but hit, you know, where we are. And, you know, sort of um, maybe some advice for the people who have all of a sudden found themselves homeschoolers. Um, so to start off, we live in the States and where we are not getting hit with the virus hard, like New York City, um, definitely not like that, but there are cases, quite a few cases, and there's like 150 deaths so far. Um, but we are all supposed to stay at home. Um, we are all supposed to wear, they're recommending we all wear masks wherever we go, um, where kids, all schools are shut down and everything is shut down besides grocery stores, banks, hospitals, um, and construction. So pretty much our city is shut down, our cities. And we used to do musical theater on Monday nights and Tuesday nights. And that has the shows have been rescheduled to September. So that just ended. We're not doing any more. We were doing Zoom rehearsals and that's ended. So we are cutting that off now and we'll pick up back in September with that. So we won't be doing that anymore for the rest of the year. And then on Thursdays, we had once a week school and that has been canceled because that was a part of the public school system. And so we are not doing that anymore. They are offering some online resources, but we're not doing it just because we have enough stuff to keep us busy. We don't need any um, assignments, any extra assignments. So we're not doing that. Um, so we've been sort of stuck at home. My girls haven't left the house to go anywhere for two weeks. They've gotten the car to go on little like field trips to get food. <laughs> you know, they don't even get out of the car. So really nothing too exciting um, for them, but they're doing okay. I mean, their lives haven't changed all that much because they're used to doing school at home. So I'm sure the public schoolers whose lives have completely been turned around feel this a lot more. Um, we feel it in a different sense, for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess my biggest piece of advice for the parent who all of a sudden is a homeschooler is don't take yourself too seriously. Um don't let your kid take this too seriously. Um, the pressure that they already have on them for their, like, they're already stressed out because they're they're out of their element. They're not home or um, they're not at school seeing their friends. Um, so they're trying to figure this out too alongside with you. So in one post I said, don't try to recreate public school in your home. And what I mean by that is your home is is your home and it's your child's home and it's their safe place and it's a place for them to to relax after school and don't make that stressful um don't try to make your kid raise their hand when they need to speak don't try to make them sit at a desk if they don't want to um keep it keep it low-key um keep it as less as or as little stressful as possible um because in the end your child isn't going to be learning 
that much in this next in these next two months and I don't say that as like oh they're not going to teach your kid anything I'm just saying like it's going to be hard for your kid to grasp all these new concepts so I doubt the teachers are teaching too many new concepts to them so I would just relax and do what you have to do to check the box but if your kid's having a rough day just give them the day off and do the bare minimum and then just relax. It's going to be okay. Um, obviously, they can't go to parks right now, but go outside. I just bought my kids bubbles and they're 10 and 7 and they're having a lot of fun with bubbles. Just let them be kids at home because I, I can't tell you. This probably, I would think, there's a slim chance for this ever happening again. That They're going to get to do this and be with you. And you'll have the excuse, not that it's like if you lost your job, I'm sure that's really hard. Um, But you're not going to have the excuse to be with your kid like this ever again. Your work's not going to say, okay, you don't have to come to work for two months. And again, I know some people aren't getting paid and that's obviously really hard. But trying to look at the bright side here. Um, And then I would say for kindergartners, first graders, and even second graders, just read. Just read. (laughs) they're gonna be fine just read to them and have them read to you or and have them do some fun writing but don't make this this crazy like okay well you need to draw an a five times it's not worth it they're gonna learn the same thing over and over again in every grade so not that they're gonna teach you to draw you know how to draw an a in first grade but they know the public school system here teachers know that there's a big gap here where they weren't in the school at school for two months. So they're going to make up for everything. They're, they're going to try. I'm sorry. They're going to do their best. Um, and they're going to know that these kids weren't at school. It's not just one school. It's not even just one district. It's a bunch of districts, all of them. Um, it is funny, though, to see how it's affecting people differently. Every family is so different. And it's affecting homeschooling fo- families very differently. It's affecting public school families very differently. Um, my niece, she's 14, and I asked her, I was like, how are you doing? And she's in eighth grade, and she's like, I'm actually pretty happy. <laughs> she's 14, and she's doing online, online school, and it's way less stressful. There's no social drama, and it's not a whole lot of pressure. So she's pretty happy. She's handling it really well. Um, and then I hear about kids who are sobbing, every day because they can't see their friends so it's just different every kid is different um I know that there's families out there who aren't listening who are going out and living life sort of like normal as much as they can and there's families who are absolutely holed up in their house and not even leaving for groceries so everyone's handling it very differently um (laughs) which is it's interesting. You you really see where people stand. And I was listening to um, a podcast from my old church today. And it it said, um, when a trial happens, it's not the trial that's making you be this way. Like when you show, when you have anxiety and fear and anger, it's actually just revealing who you are. It's not something new um, for you. It's not like, oh, well, when this coronavirus hit, I became very angry and what the pastor said is, no, it's just revealing some deeper issues for you. So that's really kind of eye-opening for me. Like, yeah, that's true. It's not like all of a sudden, if this coronavirus wasn't happening, I'd be less this and less that. No, it's just revealing, you know, how I handle conflict and um, 
trials. And then he um, also talked about the building of the house on a good foundation, a solid foundation versus sand. And obviously the solid foundation is Jesus and God and knowing what you're rooted in. And um, if you build your foundation on things and, you know, money, um, things like this aren't going to go very well for you because obviously the coronavirus has taken away a lot of financial security for almost everyone. Um, Jobs are being lost. Pay is getting cut. Um, People are filing for unemployment like crazy. And um, so if that's what you hold on to, if that's your foundation is money and things, um, things are going to be taken out from under you really quick during something like this. And But if you have a foundation of what matters, and that's, for me, that's God and Jesus and his, his promises, then you feel pretty confident. And what you, you would probably say, well, that's not going to save you from getting sick. True that. And it's not going to, it's not like, but I know from the moment I was born that God knew how long I'd be on this earth. So I'm not going to go out and start licking toilets, you know, public toilets. And I'm not going to disobey the orders as far as I'm not going to go have a big group um, gathering of 250 people. But I um, am going to sit and in the fact that I know that as soon as I was in my mom's, my mother's womb, that God knew exactly when I'd be leaving this earth. Um, and I don't have any control over that. <laughs> so um, I can be fearful of what's going on. I can be fearful of who it's going to affect. I can be fearful in how it's going to affect our financial um, situation in my home. But the truth of the matter is I don't have any control over that right now. So what I need to do is sit in the fact that I've built my house on a foundation um, that God is God and Jesus saved us. And that's that's just it. And I'm not going to worry about, you know, what if we lost our house? Um, yep, yeah, if that's going to happen, that's going to happen. And, it, you know, some days I dip down and I'm like, oh, no, what if? what if uh one of us gets sick and what if what if what if what if what if and I just can't do that anymore I took off all the um news apps off my phone I rarely look at the news anymore because it's just depressing and so I've been listening to sermons I've been reading my bible and I feel a lot better and more just at peace with what could or couldn't happen and it's really none of my business because if I had control over it, then right now there'd be no coronavirus. Right now I'd be a millionaire, but obviously it's not in my control. So I would really encourage you, I know I've gone on a crazy rabbit trail, but I would really encourage you to just rest in the fact that God has this. I've I've seen celebrities on Instagram singing, uh, he's got the whole world in his hands. And that's encouraging. They're, they're celebrities who I wouldn't normally, um, agree with, but it's like, Hey, yeah, you're right. He has the whole world in his hands and he knows what he's doing. He knew that this was going to happen. And I just have to trust that he is going to bring us out of this 
And if this, you know, if I'm supposed to die and go to heaven during this, then that's not in my control. Um, so that's where I stand. And then I also, my, uh, the old pastor that I listened to was, was talking about storms and how nobody wants to go <laughs> into a storm, right? Nobody chooses to go in a storm like, oh, I'm really excited to go through, to weather this crazy storm that's really hard and um, nobody chooses. But it is true that it stretches you. It helps you grow. I know that I've made some really um, big jumps, I should say, or really um, have come to terms with the fact that I'm not in control. And I've come to come to this before, absolutely. But this coronavirus has um, humbly reminded me that I am... I am only, you know, me and I, I, I'm not God. <laughs> so I don't get to decide when this coronavirus is over. Um, we do pray every day that God would take out the coronavirus and just prove to the world that he is real. And I told my daughters, that I was like, if, if God just like one day, it was just wiped out and gone. People would have no choice but to believe in God. And uh, my daughters, just very real. My oldest daughter just said, yeah, mom, but people would still find a reason to they would they would they would give credit to somebody else there's people out there that would still give credit to whoever they believe in at that time i'm like you're right and i mean when noah um when god flooded the earth and noah had to just trust god like okay you're telling me to build this boat and i gotta get in this boat and then I'm just in it for 40 days and 40 nights and I'm just trusting. Like, I, I can't imagine being Noah. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. And I can't say that I would have gotten built that boat. Um, so thankfully it wasn't me that he chose. Um, I'm glad I get to um, think back on about Noah to now and relate it to now and just know that God promised, God has promises. And whether that be me leaving this earth or you know what all the ifs and um yeah so I'm just sitting in that truth right now um it's taken me a couple weeks to get there for sure um but instead of reading your news articles and trying to gather as much information as you can to make you feel better or to to make you feel worse I don't know I I seem to always feel worse um open your bible and if you don't know where to start with your bible um, listen to a podcast. There's so many churches out there that have podcasts. Um, I listen to Calvary Aurora podcast. That's a church that I like to listen to. Um, my brother also does, he is a pastor and he has some really good sermons as well. So I'm going to listen to those instead because those are far more encouraging and they give me far more hope in the bigger picture. Um, so yeah, I hope I haven't totally bored you. (laughs) with my ramblings I had no notes and I've recorded five different podcasts so far and I just most of them sounded really angry and I would just spiral into this like how much it's changed our lives and I just it would just become so negative so quick so I hope this one encourages you to open your bible um to listen to truth to turn off your news apps, and to enjoy your time with your family. 
Um, if you would like to connect with me, I love when you guys connect with me on my Instagram, Schooling in His Name. It's fun to see people who are listening to my podcast reach out to me. It's fun to talk to you. Um, it's Again, it's Instagram, Schooling in His Name. And you can just message me and I'd love to talk to you. Um, I hope this has encouraged you. And I will talk to you guys next time.